All right, welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. On Ratsan, Trevor's on. How are you doing today? Doing great. How about you? Not too bad. Uh, we just finished watching the sprint uh, here at Belgium. A lot of delays, but uh, it was an exciting little sprint there today. 11 laps, I believe, of racing. Um, give Gave us a little bit of a little taste on what to expect tomorrow. Uh, what, what was your take on uh, the weekend so far? I'd say so far, so good. Um, the sprint shootout was pretty interesting and then uh the sprint race as well um i think uh when when there's changing conditions i think that kind of brings out the most interesting racing because uh different teams try different things and you kind of get to see how things play out um based on who who made the better call um so yeah i think uh so far it's been been a great great weekend so far yeah who who impressed you the most today uh in that sprint uh, I would say Piastri in both the shootout and the the sprint itself um, was the most impressive today. Um, I knew he was he was pretty good, but I mean, if you compare him to his teammate, his results in both the the shootout and the uh, the sprint itself were were much better. So, um, really impressive stuff from the from the rookie. Yeah, you'd expect Lando, given he's been driving Formula One cars uh, here at here in Belgium and in the wet for so many years would be a little bit better than his, his uh, rookie teammate. But I think all sessions so far this weekend, he's just on the perform and was uh, out. Uh, PS was just better than him overall uh, thus far, but he has another opportunity tomorrow to make amends. Uh, so hopefully he can do that. Anybody else that you thought was uh, riding a pretty, pretty good wave? Um, I mean, Verstappen continues to be impressive. I thought the the decision at the beginning of the sprint to stay on the the full wets while uh, a few people behind were switching to the intermediates. Um, it, he seems to be kind of the only guy that staying on the full wets really worked out for. Um, everybody behind him that stayed on kind of got caught up in traffic. Um, he came out. He was only behind Biastri and was able to get that spot back not too long after so i mean kind of a boring answer but verstappen also um, was impressive today well i wouldn't say that uh, it worked out for him right he he ended up falling losing a, a spot on on that pit stop so didn't really work out for them from my perspective i don't think it worked out for him in that sense that he lost the position and then he i think he was able to close up relatively quicker Given given the opportunity, the safety car that 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 was brought up by uh, Alonso and Co. Uh, but yeah, uh, he made he made the best of uh, what he had at the time. I think his logic would have been maybe, hey, they want to be in the pit stop when everybody is pitting. Uh, maybe had he gone into the pit, the entire grid would have gone with him. So who knows what would have happened. Um, but yeah, worked out for him. Wins again. Uh, positive there again. Just delivering. Yeah, and he avoided basically what happened to Sainz. Sainz stayed out um, on the the full wet as well, and or no, Sainz pitted um, on the first lap and got caught up in traffic. Uh, came out behind Hamilton, um, ended up losing track position over it. So I think uh, Verstappen's decision to to kind of stay out. He only lost one spot, and you know, with the like you said, with the safety car a little bit later on, he was able to get that position back. 
Yeah, sign. Sign started what this spring? P two or what? Uh, yes. Hmm. No, P three. Who was P two? Piastri. And signs was P three. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, Piastri's uh sprint shootout time was like like one one hundredth of a second behind Max. He was on provisional pole for a few seconds, and then Max crossed the line a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but he, he, and where was Lando? Like, you just couldn't see him, didn't see him at all this weekend. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he was fifth in the, the sprint shootout. Um, I think maybe sixth in the race. Hmm. Yeah. Sixth in the sprint. And yeah, he was on that alternative pit second strategy and all of those Uh, people just, just, just fell behind the first group overall. Yeah, pretty much every team did the same thing there, um, bringing in one driver on the the first first lap and then the other driver on the second lap. Uh, yeah, how about Alonso? I found Alonso's been – happy birthday to him, by the way. Um, but uh, it's been a tough weekend overall uh, over there at Aston Martin, though. Um, Stroll had a bad day yesterday. Put it in the wall. Um, it wasn't really his fault. Just the grip wasn't there uh, at the time he went out on mediums. And going out on mediums was also an interesting case. I don't know what what the strategy was there, what they were thinking about for going on mediums. But didn't work out. They broke a car yesterday. Uh, and today Alonzo spun. Luckily, he didn't put any dam- didn't have any damage to his front wing. But looks like that floor might need a little bit of uh, – work done to it or patching up or even replacement. I don't know. After the little trip to the gravel, but I think he's been in a very interesting mood recently where just haven't been confident. I don't know if you get the same, the same take here. Uh, you feel the same way about him? Um, yeah, I think you make a good point. He doesn't have the kind of swagger that he had the first few races of the season. Um, so not exactly sure, but I think, uh, my my best guess is that the other teams have just kind of developed the car better than Aston Martin this year, even though Aston Martin might have started out ahead. I think they might have gotten caught and maybe passed by the likes of, uh, you know, McLaren and and Mercedes as well. And if, when you think about it, they're starting not in a terrible spot tomorrow, ninth and tenth. Um, there's you can you can work from there. Uh, you're right there at the cost of points. Uh, it's it's supposedly a rainy day as well so where do you think they can take their their they can how they can flip around this race tomorrow their this this bad luck they've been having so far this weekend how can they transform that is there an opportunity tomorrow i think there is i i i feel like tomorrow will be a better day for the two i don't think they had a hard time overall this this weekend but i'm optimistic that you know in the right condition these two can can probably deliver uh, a good race and have fun out there uh, this weekend. And it should suit the cars. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I would I would like to see, but I just I just don't know if there's a reason to for me to believe that's going to happen. I mean, from what I understand, the conditions tomorrow are going to be pretty similar like they've been all weekend, right? And uh, Yeah, and it seems the FIA is They haven't been pushing. doing very well so far this weekend. So, I mean... Yeah, and one thing I've noticed—if it's noticed, a car like, issue, I don't expect it to get better overnight. Well, yeah, and, and it's—is it really the car? Because there's just been in incidents. This they've had issues each of them. Like 
just wrong place, wrong time. Um, haven't been clean execution. That's why I'm like, hey, maybe if they get a clean, no issue day, uh, it could it could yield probably better results. Uh, That's true. And I thought Stroll's uh, Stroll's crash in the shootout, I don't think was was necessarily sh- like a bad decision to send him out on the softs. It he crashed seemed like it was, it was pretty close to the right decision. Yeah, he went out on mediums, and the track wasn't quite ready for it. I thought that was yesterday. <laughs> I get all of it blurred. I thought that was for quality yesterday. No, that was that was today, right? This morning? Yeah, that was, when they the, have- that was this morning because uh, – so he DNF'd, ended up finishing 14th, and Alonso didn't set a time because he hadn't set a time yet and was behind him. He brought out the red flag. He was out on mediums and was doing a pretty good lap, but um, just that one corner on the way back down the hill, that left-hander uh, was pretty much soaked. There wasn't a dry line through it, and he couldn't quite um, get through. He lost the, the back end on his way through. Yeah, tough, tough Saturday then. <laughs> uh, yeah, overall, it's tough. But tough I thought Saturday the I I liked the the strategy decision. It it almost worked. It was really just that corner that was wet, and if you looked a little bit further down the track, there was a there was a dry line the rest of the way. So it almost sort of worked for him. I I did kind of question the mediums over softs, but that's a, that's a question for 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 strategists uh yeah going ahead to tomorrow let me just switch switching gears from the sprint i know there's a lot of action and the sprint kind of dictates kind of what to expect tomorrow we'll kind of sprinkle some stuff from the sprint into our preview here uh <laughs> max has started in p6 if i'm if i'm correct took five place great penalty yep, p6 uh and uh so i'll be looking out to see how long it takes for him to, to make his way to the front uh if there's no DRS, then it'll be similar to the to his past on Piastri. Um, every time on the camel camel straight, just look to see Verstappen just make a move on someone. Um, so yeah, what? How long do you think it's gonna take him to get back to P1? It would not surprise me to see him uh, by like lap four or five. In P one, okay. I'll put it. I'll put that. I'll put that somewhere. Lap four or five. Lap maybe maybe four. sooner, but like I think lap four or five is a is a decent. Mm-hmm. Decent. Oh, guess. he's done it. He's done it right. He's done it in a couple laps last year. Yeah, I don't expect him to gain a bunch of places off of the line. Um, I think he's going to be relatively cautious at the start because he's you know starting with so many other cars around. He's usually kind of used mm-hmm. to just having cars behind him and one next to him. So I think I'll be pretty cautious at the start to avoid any chaos, but then after that, just start overtaking people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll start he, as soon as like it all, it settles down. If it's not a crazy start, like we had today. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a similar start Weather's still showing a little bit of rain throughout the day. So I don't know if I will find a pocket, to put them in through so that we can have a little bit of dry racing similar. They've done the same thing for quality where they delay the session just to like find a patch there where, where 
they can get a little bit of racing uh, and and not all put it into the wall. So hopefully, hopefully we get a full race. Let's get a full wet race. You know, well, let's send them out. Great. Let's send them yeah. out in a different environment, switch it up, and and see how it goes. I think we've been cheated out a little bit by by these delays and like waiting for the track to be almost completely dry. Or maybe maybe a race that starts wet, the track dries out, and yeah. then. Uh... Then the last like third of it starts raining again. Yeah, make it like, uh, really interesting and in, from the strategy side, when to when to pit, when to change yeah. compounds and whatnot. Because I felt like it was like just a replay, right? Of of the session looked the same in terms of like weather wise. Like it just wasn't. You're like, oh guys, come on, man. Then look, the track is drying up almost completely here. Like they could have been driving like a long time ago and. Would have been cool to yeah. see. Like we drove in Suzuka last year, and it was still raining. Like it was cool. It was great. Like we can do it. Like nobody needs to go flat out through Old Rouge. Like come on, like they'll figure it out. I don't know. I was a little bit. And it was. I don't know. I think it was kind of indicative that maybe they did too many formation laps because by the time they were able to start yeah. racing again, every single driver wanted to switch compounds as soon as possible switch to the inters like half of the field did on lap one half of the field did on lap two it wasn't one and two but you get my point the first two laps um that they were racing yeah they they just manufactured (laughs) an interesting (laughs) race but yeah uh let's let's just let it be organic i guess that's kind of my take there but yeah max would be terrific tomorrow I, i i see him coming through relatively quickly. Uh, other guys I'm going to be keeping an eye on uh, is are the Ferrari kids starting P1 and P4. Uh, Sainz was pretty good today. I think he's getting – he's right there close to Leclerc. Um, so I don't know. I I, I think – Yeah, with Sainz like – yeah, I mean, I think they've looked good so far this season. With signs, like I said earlier, um, he got kind of unlucky through the, the pit stops and the uh, – in the beginning of the sprint there and still was able to kind of recover and get, he started third, he finished fourth. Um, but he was a bit further down the field, um, made his way back up. So, yeah, I mean, he had a good race. I don't think that the pit pit lane traffic was really his fault or even his team's fault. They had to bring in one car on one lap, the other car, the next lap. So, you know, but I think, uh, I think they look pretty good so far this this weekend and expect a, a better result tomorrow than they've been getting in uh, previous races yeah they, they they'll be I, I i'm optimistic one of them will be hopefully on the podium it's been been a busy f a crazy f1 weekend for them so i hope they can they can get something out of out of uh out of belgium at least a little trophy um to take with them other person i'll be probably keeping an eye out for is uh yeah we spoke about the Aston Martin how they're gonna be okay Piastri and McLaren's pace um I don't know if you were if you look closely he they were doing similar Lewis was a little bit faster than Piastri um in terms of race pace um in it during quality right um so I don't know there, there's gonna be a battle there I don't know who's gonna come out quicker Piastri or Lendo but I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see overall how the team does here. It's supposed to be a relatively faster, faster corners and 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 then to like similar to like 
a mix between Hungary and uh, and uh, Silverstone in terms of you know requirements. So I don't know how they're going to do, but intrigued though, really intrigued about what McLaren pace shows us tomorrow and if if they're going to ultimately seal that best of the rest number two seat tomorrow. So be looking out for yeah, that. Yeah, it'll be as well. it'll be interesting. They'll start they'll be starting one uh right behind the other. Piastri will be starting fifth, uh Norris seventh. Um they qualified right behind one another, but you know, we got Verstappen coming down with his uh grid penalty starting sixth. So um yeah, it'll be interesting and also kind of just in the beginning of the race to see how uh if they can battle Verstappen at all and you know maybe cause him some problems as he tries to make his way through the the back to the front of the grid. Oh yeah, so like they're right they're they're, they're around Verstappen. So Verstappen is surrounded by Piastri and Norris, right? Just like Piastri to his Yeah, left. so he'll be he'll be next to to Piastri and then Norris mm-hmm. will be behind Piastri, so mm-hmm. it'd be interesting. Yeah, that'll be Russell, good... with Russell behind right behind yeah. Verstappen. So yeah, so. I mean, I would imagine Russell would want to take the fight to him as much as he can as well. So it'll be interesting uh, start to the race in that kind of front of the midfield, I guess. Yeah, and for last year Verstappen was and was one of the few that started off on the on the on the softs. Um, he just wanted to quickly make get a few spots, and uh, and he been he's been managing his tires well uh, in case we have a dry race. Right, that would be. That that should be a good option for him, given what we've seen in the last couple of races. He could probably uh, start on like the softs and take him as far as possible. He did a he did a two stopper last year. I think most of the field did a two stopper. So we'll see if if it rains and it's a completely different ball game, right? It's depending on what the weather um, dictates. So yeah, uh, Verstappen, Piastri, McLaren. Should be good. Paris, can he manage his tires tomorrow, though? That's the other issue. That's the only other thing I'm going to be out looking for. He needs to. Um, he really needs to start putting in, like, much better results. Um, he has a good opportunity to tomorrow. He starts on P2, starts on the front row. Um, but, yeah, he really needs to kind of turn things around. It looks like... Um, Ricardo seems comfortable in that in that AlphaTauri, and you know, even though that AlphaTauri is not a very good car, I think Ricardo's going to put in some relatively impressive performances a little later in the season once he's a little more, uh, you know, kind of used to used to how it how the car feels and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I think Perez needs to to get a good result ASAP. Yeah, I think he 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 was complaining on the radio well before his accident with with. His entanglement with with Lewis Hamilton. He's, he was he was one complaining about not having not having any more tires left on the rear, and that he was having difficulty firing them up. I don't know what it was. Was it turning them on? Was it overused? Was t- temperature? I have to go back and look into it. But he was complaining for a while. Dropped back, uh, and I was surprised to see Lewis catch him up so quickly while Cassie was pulling away from him. So. Just, it's it's one interesting thing. Is it a setup issue that's affecting him, uh, and that was causing his 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 rear temperatures to go up all of a sudden after he pitted for enters? So that's one to look to watch closely every pit stop or every few every, every time he goes out and does a couple laps on a new tire to just see 
how that be how, how it behaves on his car and how he can uh, convert from there. But I'm a little bit worried after the tire co- uh, the tire comments I heard from him today. So he's starting P2, which gives him a little bit, you know, a little a better place to be. He could he'll be fighting Leclerc and he'll have the opportunity to to with Lewis to give it another shot uh, tomorrow with signs behind him. So he's he's gonna get surrounded by. A, a few few drivers that will be wanting his position, so it'll be interesting to see again that tire management from him uh, in the race tomorrow. Yeah, I agree. Um, excited to to see what he can do. Um, this is, you know, one of the first races in a while where he's starting toward the front. So, um, yeah, but there's not a weekend where he doesn't do something wrong, though. Like right. I was I was shocked to see him like but I mean back. Today he had damage, so but like, now, yeah, you're right. He was struggling before, before that. Damage. Yeah. So like uh it's it's convenient, right? The damage is convenient. Uh so he can he can put the he can quickly put the blame on that and, and pitch that narrative. Yeah, but, he was but it was real back. damage. Did you see the car yeah, afterwards? Yeah, yeah, I saw the damage. Like, I saw the damage. Yeah, yeah. Like no no damage apart, right? Like I, I get it. He he got damaged ultimately, but like prior to that, I was starting to worry. I was worried already when he was falling back. I was like, "What is he doing? What's going on?" Right? Like, is it? What, are we getting another weekend issue from Paris? So, yeah. Um. So let's see what how it goes through tomorrow. I hope he can keep P two and score some score a podium. Just he's on a hot seat. So, the better he can do tomorrow, the better it is for 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 him ultimately. Um. But yeah, yeah, the uh, battle between him and Leclerc will be really interesting to to watch because, um, you know, what Perez needs to do is help help Red Bull get a one-two this weekend to kind of prove that he can because yeah. that's kind of what's expected of him every race. He's got to start doing that more often than he doesn't do it. Yeah, and having these silly fights with like cars that are uh, half a sec uh, half a second plus slower than you doesn't help really, right? Like. It's not doesn't look well. So I think he should he should be way ahead. He should be pulling a max. He should be stretching his leg and leaving and not getting himself tangled up in these predicaments with slower cars. So um but yeah. Uh next guy I'm looking at is Ricardo. That's the final guy I'm looking at tomorrow. Um uh, he's starting P nineteen. He showed tremendous pace. I know you referenced them earlier. Uh, but I, I, I feel tomorrow he can he can come back from P19. He's shown he could do P19 to 13 after an incident last week uh, in Hungary with very limited opportunity. Sorry. Did he get a lap time deleted in qualifying? That's why it's P19. Yeah, he went Yeah, he went off track uh, into when he was coming through uh, Eau Rouge and then Radion. When he was going through the apex at Radion there, he, he totally just completely cut the corner uh by by he was on the apex but like he was on the the curve right and his the entire car was behind the line on that curve so that, so that yeah the p19's not necessarily a reflection Correct. of his qualifying pace so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like my take there is given his pace given where yuki started given what he showed in quality in, in the sprint today i think there's more left in that tank uh and if if he can get several more laps to to move uh i think 
I think he'll be able to sit tight or maybe get one of the, the Astons or something if they, they end up under-delivering and find his way into the points tomorrow. Um, and what kind of strategy do you think he goes for um, starting P19, um, well, especially if the conditions are similar to today? Um, well, that would be great, right? That would be great right. because it's no longer about how – quicker your car is because yeah the the, the alpha alpha tauri is quote unquote we keep saying maybe he's not anymore the slowest car on track but for him to be fighting up for him to finish in p10 today um uh, i think it's it's a massive ach- achievement already uh and i just want more rain more more condition where people with fastest cars can't like get the best out of their package and it is all based on how can you skate? How can you take that car? How can you dance with your car and, and move it up? So, you know? Yeah, a lot more uh, based on instincts and experience and and talent than uh, yeah. than how good your car is. So yeah, yeah. So I I, I that's why that goes back to my take on just let it rain, guys. Let's go racing and rain. Let's put the wets on and race. You know, and that's and see one what thing. Happens. Yeah, that's one thing I was so impressed by Piastri today. Um, he is a rookie, and I mean he's he's been doing pretty well in recent races. But I think today the the conditions were a bit trickier than they've been recently. And Spa is a famously tricky circuit to drive. Um, it can be raining on one side and dry on the other. So um, I was particularly impressed by him today in both the, like I said earlier, the shootout and the the race, just or the sprint, just based on. Uh, you know, he's got limited experience in these cars and he was still able to, you know, race at the front and didn't make any serious mistakes. Um, so impressed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's cool, right? It's cool to see, Hey, this kid, you know, doesn't, hasn't been racing here, uh, for, for more than what, 12, 12 races now. Uh, and we get a session where, it's no longer dry, you know, you don't have the full grip. You have to you have to show how you can like me- handle the car and 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 navigate the 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 wet slippery track like that and you're not pushing the car to its to its absolute limit. You, yeah. The the rain and limit, you- but not but not the engine limit, right? Per se. Mm-hmm. And and it takes more skill, you know, and for for a rookie to be coming in number two on the sprint and qualifying the way he is, I think it's a massive success. Success, and I think Lando should be. If I'm Lando right now, I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit worried. Um, and yeah, everybody I was else thinking the same thing. I didn't want to say it. <laughs> and everybody, everybody else on the on the track should be worried too. Uh, there's more to come from this kid. I could see him in a Red Bull someday if the Red Bull is ultimately still the fastest car, if, and McLaren doesn't figure it out. But like. I don't know. He could be. He could be dominating soon. He could take Checo's seat. I don't know. That's never. That's not. That's not a not something that might not happen. It's Mark Webber drove right. for Red Bull, it's so possibility there's, there's, for sure. There, there are ties there, right? So I don't know. Uh, I could see him. <laughs> so you're a fast guy. You're gonna get the fast car. You're gonna get right. You, people are gonna come talk to you, and he he sure he doesn't have any loyalty to anybody. He has loyalty to his career. Um, and, um, that's his decisions have proven him right. And he's, he's delivering on track. So I don't see any reason why 
he's not going to to crush it in F one. It's 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 clear. <laughs> it's just like super clear. Like, yeah. For sure, that it'll is, be exciting to watch is, for a while. Yeah, that'll be exciting to watch him tomorrow for sure. And one one comment that I found was funny was Verstappen. He's not Verstappen coming on the radio and saying that Piastri ate up his tires because he was he was drifting. Um, yeah, and then and, and, and it goes back to the experience, right? The kid probably, you know, doesn't have full. You you don't learn. You don't get like. You're not an expert in driving a Formula One car after ten races, twelve races, right? It takes time. Um, so I get it. He's he's still drifting the car into wet corners, but he can ha- he's he's controlling it, and he's and he's he can keep his position. Yeah, he lost one, uh, but this goes back to the issue he had last weekend where he ate up his tires in Hungary, uh, and I'm talking about Piastri here. If he does the same, he needs to just wrap his head around that. That is probably the one department where I think he ha- he needs to improve a little bit. Otherwise, it's fantastic. It's just pretty good. Yeah, for sure. And uh, to your point with the the experience gap between the two, um, it kind of sounded to me like Verstappen knew that was going on before the radio message even came. Um, it kind of sounded like something Verstappen had already noticed and yeah. made a made a mental note of. So <laughs> he's like, "This guy's this guy's destroying these tires. Like you don't do yeah. that. You know, you, you don't drive like that. You gotta keep it smooth. You gotta keep it. You know, gotta keep it. You, you gotta. You, you can't take it to Tokyo, man. This is not." Tokyo Drift, bro. Um, <laughs> right. The Pirellis can't handle that sort no, of uh... They're not made for that. Uh, but yeah, uh, really, really looking forward to seeing him on the podium finally tomorrow. Um, Sprint doesn't give you a podium, right? I didn't see any champagne or anything. So um, if you give me yeah, on the podium, he... you win. He said he didn't know what to call it. Yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, like at podium? I don't know. I don't think it's a podium. I don't know what to call it. I don't know if you saw yeah. his uh, post-sprint interview. Um, but it was pretty funny. Mm. Well, yeah, that's it for me. Uh, anything else you you'd be looking out for? Uh, that I didn't touch not, on. Not particularly. Let me just look at the grid again. I think we kind of covered everything. Yeah, I mean, not not quite anything uh, st- sticks out that we haven't covered. Uh, I think maybe something popped in my head, but a little bit of the a little bit of drama out in uh, Alpine world. Uh, last week they got rid of 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 Laurent. They moved Laurent away from F one. This week, Pat Fry, right? It was just got got is working now. It got got a new CTO job at uh, at. Uh, uh, What's the guys in the back? Oh, Sergeant's team. Oh, Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's funny how I call it Sergeant's team. Uh, but yeah, Pat Fry's leaving. Funny uh, how you call it Sergeant's team when Alvon's the much faster driver of the two. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, talk, I think about Doralton Capital. And American, there you go. So I, was like, I was like, dude, it's belong. American it's driver, American yeah, owned team. It's Sergeant's team. Yeah, it's Sergeant's team, bro. Um, I, I, I digress. Uh, but it's there's been I don't know if Otmar and and Alan uh, like did, did they leave? I don't know the they're saying it was mutual, like 
a breakup where they both agreed to like disagree and they walked away from each other. Is that ever they, mutual uh, though? Yeah, is it somebody ever brings it up first. <laughs> yeah, and then the other person is just like, well, yeah, if that's what you want, I'm not gonna negotiate with you. Uh, and I think he was probably also fed up from just being accused all the time that any issue that happens on track is his fault. I think, I don't know, I feel like he's been he's been given a short straw. Every time he's been the guy that's blamed for any issue. Like, even if it's the drivers running into each other, uh, like Australia. Yeah, even if it, they build a car that's not as fast as the McLaren or Aston Martin, like, it's this year has been difficult, right? But like for for that team to be treated the way they're treated, and I know I don't know if they're getting proper resources and or if there's lack of understanding about the sport at Alpine, but it seems like a like there's definitely a blame culture over there, which probably like I don't know, maybe maybe it works for some people, but maybe. Oh. I would doubt it works for and most. And as an outsider seeing that, like, it's, it's weird. Like, you, you got people investing in the team now. We had a bunch of investors throw money at you guys recently. Uh, you you have Zidane that, 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 that's there. You had two good drivers. Uh, but just, it's never clean. You lost Alonso. Like, you lost Piastri. Inherently, there, you, there's a problem with this team. You know, we the yeah. French media can come up and be like, "Oh yeah, they did the right thing to sack, to sack everybody," because we want to just point fingers. It's similar to when the Italian media comes up and like saying, "Fire everybody at Ferrari! Did we just lost the race, or we didn't do a good pit stop?" Like, dude, it takes bloody time to develop a team. Yeah, I was about to I was about to say too, like uh I mentioned it seems like a blame culture over at Alpine. Also Ferrari is another team where it seems like uh the the blame culture is heavy. And uh it I think that is part of uh how to explain their suboptimal results. Yeah, it feels like a corporation that like you know, wants to instead of taking a step back and say what do we need to do so that stuff like this doesn't happen? What do you like when you look at how Williams, the dynamic is at Williams right now and how it's more like, okay, we trust you as a team principal to do this, to do that. You'll have time, we, you know, go out and do work. You're, you're coming P12, P15. We're still happy, right? Your drivers are spinning around, bending it every time. It's okay. We're working towards a goal here, right? But I know they're bigger teams. They've been in the sport for for longer. But the the the, the sport like renews itself every year. Just what you're just as good as your last race. So like, forget about your 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 history. Just forget about that. History's in the past. What do you do now to get where you want to get? And and I think. Ferrari and and Alpine are stuck in this mindset where, oh yeah, we were we were once great. We were a great nation. We used to conquer the world. <laughs> well, you're not anymore. Seems that way. Yeah, that does kind of it does kind of seem that way to me too. Um, now that you yeah, mention it, they lost a ton of great people. I don't know what's left. Uh, it was good to see. 
I don't know, Gasly on excited to get P3 in the sprint, whatever that's worth. Uh, yeah, especially here at Spa, just given, you know, the history of what happened there with uh, Antoine and how close those two were. Yeah, I mentioned he said that on when on the post-ratio. Uh, yeah, Alpine, there's, 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 there's something needs to be looked into there. Uh, and I, I don't think it gets resolved anytime soon. I just think it just, it spirals out of control at this point, from this point on. And you could tell by the body language from Otmar and, and Tremaine and, and dude, there's a laundry list on in, on the internet of people that left in the last couple of years. It's and like hot, heavy hitters too. Yeah. You're just like, are you trying to destroy the team? Is that what we're trying to do here? But, yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you read that? I read that as like the problems at the very There's top. A... Whoever's at the very top is the one causing the problem a... or somebody close to that yeah, person. Who's a common denominator here, man? Like, you, it's you. <laughs> yeah. If you keep firing everybody below you, at what point do you have to start looking in the mirror? Uh, but, but yeah. But yeah, they've been a mess for a while. Just think about like a year ago at this time, they looked like complete clowns They're blowing up they engines. announced piastri yeah. as their yeah fernando bales they announced piastri as their their driver publicly past piastri's like uh well actually my contract expired with you yesterday so <laughs> <laughs> like nope <laughs> that was so strange was it? late july right july 30th or something like that it was around yeah. now yeah because it all like i think it was like august oh. 1st because i think I think um, that's when Alonso made his announcement, and that's what caused like everything to just start tumbling. Yeah, it was awesome. He did it right after the. And weekend. I think he did that as soon as uh, as soon as the race, the Hungarian Grand Prix, was over, because that was the last one before the summer break last yeah. year. It was yeah. Or okay, yeah. So we had French Grand Prix before Hungarian Grand Prix. So at the French Grand Prix, Vettel says he's out, and then in Hungary, yeah. <laughs> And Alonso says nothing, and then a week later he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll take," or maybe two weeks later, I don't remember, but oh yeah, I'll take metal yeah. seat. Okay. And then chaos and yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, last question for me: Give me that top ten of yours. You're you're on the hook this weekend. All right. Um, so definitely uh, an interesting starting grid. Kind of made the the top ten a little bit tricky, but um, so I've got. Uh, I'm going to take a huge gamble and say that P1 goes to Max Verstappen. Um, but then after that, I think uh, I think Perez is able to to finish P2 and kind of get things back on the right track for, for him. Um, followed by Leclerc for uh, Ferrari to get another podium and, um, you know, move their total to be more than that of Lando Norris. Um, and then after the after the top three, I've got Hamilton just missing out on a podium in P4, followed by Sainz. And then uh, I got Norris beating Piastri um, after that. And then for uh, 8, 9, and 10, I've got Russell, Alonso, and Stroll. Okay, noted. I'll, I'll keep you accountable tomorrow after the race. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, all righty. So, races tomorrow early right what time is this thing happening race will be nine yeah it will be around 9 a.m eastern time uh if you're on the east coast of america 
But yeah, great, great, great weekend. Busy weekend. I'm glad we'll have a whole month off after that. Uh, it's a, there's a lot of action on sprint weekends. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll wrap it up with uh, hopefully a fun race tomorrow and go from there. There is a lot of action. I mean, today uh, I was having a hard time remembering what happened in qualifying. I could remember, you know, what happened today pretty well. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of, lot of action on these sprint weekends. It's uh, and a lot of waiting. It's good, though. <laughs> a lot of waiting this time. Yeah, yeah a lot for of sure. Delays. All righty, man. Yeah, definitely with all the delays. Stay but... strong uh, and uh, have a great weekend. Ciao. Yep, sounds good. Bye, everybody.